0: On today's Smart 7, RTE face a rockless committee over pay scandals, strange tales from Belarus and lots more. It's Wednesday the 28th of June. It's International Body Piercing Day and happy birthday, Elon Musk. The anger amongst RTE staff spilled over into a protest outside their headquarters on Tuesday. Trevor Keegan of the chair of the RTE NUJ sub-branch says the staff are in the same boat as the public at large.
1: We are here not just to show solidarity and anger amongst ourselves and uh, we are also showing it with the public in general. We have been lied to just as much as them. We have suffered the mistrust that we now see in the senior management of this organisation and the anger is palpable.
0: A nine page statement was issued by RTE management on Tuesday afternoon which largely points the finger at the now ex-director general D Forbes and says that no one on the RTE board had full view of all the figures involved. It also said that external legal advice found no illegality in the payments. The current RTE management team and former RTE management are all expected to attend both an Aroctus media committee meeting on Wednesday and a public accounts committee meeting on Thursday ex D Forbes says she will be unable to attend because of illness but Minister for Media Catherine Martin sounds like she's running out of patience
1: Trust and confidence have been broken and it is essential that RTE puts the full facts on the public record as a matter of urgency to avoid further damaging public trust
0: Vladimir Putin was busy on Tuesday continuing to address the weekend's mini-mutiny, which saw the Wagner mercenary group make a dash towards Moscow, shooting down Russian planes and helicopters along the way. The Russian president led a minute's silence for those who died and praised the whole of Russia for their efforts in stopping the curtailed coup. Our
1: resolution and courage has been huge and has played a defining role in overcoming these obstacles and the mutiny. You can see that the army, society and people were one.
0: The man who led the mutiny up and down the road to Moscow, Yevgeny Prigozhin, has now arrived by private jet into neighbouring Belarus. And Belarusian President Alexander Lukashenko was keen to tell of his part in defusing the situation. He described negotiating a settlement between Putin and Prigozhin, speaking first of a furious Putin, convincing him he could negotiate with the Wagner boss and then making what sounds like a phone call for the ages.
1: We talked for around 30 minutes exclusively in swear words. I analysed it later. There were around 10 times more swear words than normal vocabulary.
0: UK's COVID inquiry came face to face with Matt Hancock on Tuesday as the former health secretary was quizzed over his role in the pandemic. Hancock was questioned at length by Casey Hugo Heath about the systems and planning in place for pandemic events. And it was truly shocking to hear the revelations, including the fact that the government really had no idea about care homes when it decided to move NHS patients into them.
1: There was work ongoing to try to find out even the basics, how many care homes are operating right now in the UK. That was a fact that we did not know
0: he apologised to the family saying he was profoundly sorry for each death. He also asked about a 2016 exercise Operation Cygnus which revealed shortcomings in the pandemic planning system but only eight of the 22 recommendations were acted on. That in part was because Brexit planning superseded it but Matt says that saved the NHS from running out of critical ICU medication.
1: The work done for a no-deal Brexit on supply chains for medicines was the difference between running out of medicines in the peak of the pandemic and not running out. We came extremely close within hours of running out of medicines for intensive care.
0: The final day of the consultative forum on Irish neutrality took place on Tuesday in Dublin Castle. Thonister Micheál Martin says he hopes the final report will be an important contribution to Ireland's ongoing security discussion. Green Party leader Eamon Ryan spoke on Tuesday and said military neutrality is at the heart of his party's policies but he recognised that elements such as the triple lock mechanism may need to be updated in the face of what he called an increasingly disrupted UN Security Council.
1: This policy does does strengthen my- my mind our military neutrality. It has to be a functioning one. It's for peacekeeping, where we've had real strength as a country and to make sure we can do that in an effective way if we decide to do so.
0: So to come on, the Smite Seven Cricket Commission uncovers a mess and Rob Lowe celebrates 33 years sober right after this.
1: Burroughs furniture is built for the way you live.
0: Welcome back. In the UK, a 317-page report from the Independent Commission for Equity in Cricket has found that racism and discrimination is a widespread issue. The commission spoke to 4,000 players, coaches, officials and fans and concluded that this is not just a case of a few bad apples. The sport as a whole has a serious problem. With England about to head into the second Ashes Tests, men's captain Ben Stokes said he was deeply sorry and acknowledged the game needs to become more diverse and inclusive. Chair of the commission said, Cindy Butts says massive reform is needed.
1: Our findings are unequivocal. Racism, sexism, class-based discrimination and
0: elitism are widespread and deep-rooted throughout the game. And it goes to show that the culture in cricket is rotten. Rob Lowe is a busy man these days. He's got a podcast called Literally He's Loving Life and he popped up with Kelly Clarkson to talk about celebrating 33 years of sobriety. But it all nearly came undone quite early on when he found himself backstage with a legendary party animal. Although his Keith Richards impression needs a bit of work.
1: So I was newly sober Yeah. and Keith Richards said, won't you come back to the hotel and party with me later? And I I had this, I was like, okay, I'm gonna turn down Keith Richards. And I remembered I, I didn't do it. Cause that's hard. <laughs>
0: Ben Elton's having a viral moment this week, having called Rishi Sunak a narcissistic sociopath on Sunday. He's now arriving on Channel Four with a new documentary about the UK's trains. Of course, as a legendary loudmouth comedian, it's going to be a bit different. The show is called Ben Elton: The Great Railway Disaster, and it sounds like he's tapping into the British national rage over the state of the railways.
1: We're making one of those celebrity on a train programmes, you know the sort of thing. Michael Portillo looking bucolic in his big red trousers. Michael Palin being lovely. Joanna Lumley being even lovelier. Except this time, it's me. So full disclosure, a liberal, lefty, lovely. But also, like all of us, of all political persuasions, a passenger. You've
0: been listening to the Smart 7 Ireland edition. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Hit the follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes and we'll give you the world.
1: Even on a budget?